0: Hello, everyone. This is Christopher Jarrell with the Brother Cousins Podcast. Welcome to the show today. Today, we have a special treat, the thing that Brother Cousin Jeffrey was going to be surprised about today. Today, we have um, one of my brother cousins, Jeremy Fernandez from the Tulsa, Oklahoma area here uh, today to share some thoughts about gratitude today. So we're looking forward to a good show with him. Uh, Also, just by way of passing, if you like our show if you're blessed by our show or think someone else could benefit from the content please give us a like review a share or a comment on social media or wherever you consume podcasts that helps make the content available to other listeners as well but thank you for joining us today for our continuation of the thanksgiving theme we are looking at thanksgiving next week and everyone has thoughts of gratitude on their mind And I've known Jeremy for a long time and he's a very blessed man. And I know that he has a lot to be thankful for. So I'm going to let Jeremy introduce himself, tell a little bit about himself and then I'll start asking him the tough questions. Hey, Jeremy, welcome to the show.
1: Christopher. Thank you. It's a pleasure. And I'm very grateful to be a a brother cousin and uh, thank you for having me on the show today. My pleasure. Well, uh, I kept where to start. I grew up in the Tulsa area uh, and I've lived here most of my life and um, I took a little stint down to Texas for a while and came back up to be with family. And uh, growing up, I'll tell you, uh, we, we grew up poor. Uh, material wise, you know, we, uh, God always took care of us. We had, uh, we had things to eat. Uh, we had clothes. Uh, But, you know, we did grow up poor. The great thing about growing up poor is uh, you don't have very many things. And uh, the great thing about that is you kind of learn to appreciate everything that you have in life. And uh, in a lot of ways, it shapes your perspective. And so as I grew up, uh, it's pretty funny. I remember uh, one of the first pairs of new pants that I got. Uh, I'll never forget. I was in the eighth grade. And I remember we were, we went to Walmart and um, I got to pick out uh, two pairs of pants and two shirts uh, for school. And I remember I could pick whichever one I wanted. And uh, it was just amazing. And uh, a lot of times we would get uh, clothes from our cousins and stuff and mom would find what she could at garage, garage sales and things like that. And I think mom took us to like every uh, free place in town. Right. So every free (laughs) event, (laughs) you know, you go to the park and it's free, you know, and mom would take us here. And uh, so all these things and uh, growing up, uh, I was joking with my kids the other day, Christopher, and it's so funny. You know, the, the, the kids ask you, dad, what do you do growing up? And I like to tell stories and they, they love to hear them. And one of them was, uh, you know, they, they said, dad, what was your favorite toy growing up? And, I said, it's called outside kids. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I say, all right, you, you should go play with it for a while. And yeah, anyway, yeah. but those things, what they do is in my opinion, um, they, they, they can bless you in so many ways because, uh, you look at life. It, it, it taught me to look at life in a way that, uh, every day really was a blessing. And, you know, mm-hmm. later in life, when I had opportunities that came my way, you know, God's been so good. He's, um, enabled me to, uh, go to school. I was one of the first people in my family to, to go and graduate from college. And he gave me ways that I could work my way through school. You know, uh, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't smart enough to, uh, to make straight A's. Um, so I had to, I had to work real hard, uh, outside of school to make that happen. And so, uh, God gave me those opportunities. So I was real grateful. So Jeremy,
0: tell our listeners, about the amazing university that you attend that you attended and, and what your degree program was
1: <laughs> i attended uh, oklahoma state university and wow. yes uh, top notch top notch and uh so the the degree that i got was in industrial engineering so it was very very good and um I decided to pick it real carefully and I'm, I'm glad it was something that I enjoyed all through school. I didn't enjoy every exam. That's not what I'm saying, but right. But it was good. But even something
0: better that you got out of your degree in your time at OSU wasn't your degree. It was actually New. your wife, right?
1: Yes. And uh, guys, let me tell you, uh, who am I most grateful for in life is God and real close. Uh, to God and what he's done for us through Jesus, I met Andrea there, and she actually, she was an industrial engineering uh, student as well, and so um, here I am, I'm going to school, studying hard, and here's this beautiful woman uh, inside and out, and so I get to, uh, we get into these study groups, and um, we're studying together, and, um, and, you know, obviously, we talk about all kinds of things, and so I find out that, uh, my wife, Andrea, she, she goes to this conservative, uh, church and I go, Oh, tell me about it. And so she tells, tells me about how they stick to the Bible and, and, uh, some of these details, um, a lot of these details I was really hungry for. And yeah. I, I, I would go around town. Um, what Andrea didn't know was prior to that, I'd go, I'd go around town and, uh, some of the big churches, some of the small churches and many churches just wouldn't follow. They didn't follow the Bible or I would ask questions and, um, they didn't seem to know answers like, why do you take communion? When do you take communion? Why do you sing? You know, I had all these questions growing up and, um, and what was amazing was she put me in touch, uh, not only with the Bible, but we started studying with, uh, her uncle Randall and, um, Very quickly, they they laughed at me because they said after about two studies, I I asked, so when can I be baptized? (laughs) (laughs) Because they told me for the first time ever why uh, I finally found why you're baptized. And so, yeah, I became a Christian. And Mm -hmm. when we're talking about gratitude, uh, eternal life is something to be grateful for, Christopher. I can't tell you enough. And, you know, I might have missed it if Andrea hadn't asked me. And so, uh, we have some things called near misses, right? Right. And sometimes they're perilous if, uh, if they hit. And so in this one, uh, my wife, uh, my future wife, right. Um, uh, she helped save me uh, yeah. through the, through the gospel, you know, and sharing that with me. And so anyway, I'm grateful for that. Changed my life. Yeah. So as a point of context for our audience,
0: uh, Jeremy's wife, Andrea, is actually my cousin. And so that's how Jeremy became my cousin, also, and my brother in Christ. He came to faith in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Uh, his uncle, Randall, that he mentioned, is actually and serves as an elder at the congregation in North Jardo Church of Christ, where my family and I currently attend. So I actually went to church with Jeremy whenever we were both in college together there. That was a long time ago, we overlapped just a little bit.
1: Yeah. The, those were good times, Christopher. And, uh, I know that we've sharpened each other over the years and that's what Christians do. I mean, you talk about people you're grateful for, um, the provision that God gives you of other people. Uh, it's good. It's great, man. You can't, can't get it anywhere else. Uh, people, people striving to be godly and and uh, to try to be brothers and sisters to each other through Christ and um, it's a fantastic thing. so yeah yeah I'm thankful that we've been able to
0: maintain kind of a long distance relationship you know throughout our careers whether I was living in Amarillo and you were further down south in Texas or back in Tulsa you know Jeremy and I keep in regular touch via phone and Jeremy, I'm grateful for all the times you've coached me through difficult situations, whether they be personally, spiritually, or professionally. You've been a, a great mentor of mine. I just appreciate so, so much having that,
1: that brotherhood with you. You got it. And, uh, that, you know, it's mutual. Those things don't happen. And once again, uh, if, if we don't go to church together, you know, if we don't become brother cousins, those things don't happen, right? So, uh, so yeah, you gotta be grateful for those kinds of things. And, um, yeah, those are opportunities and Lord willing, you know, we make those opportunities for other people because the next person you talk to could be, uh, the person that, uh, that makes the difference in their life forever. Right.
0: We never know. We never
1: know. Um, when we're, Experiencing a
0: near miss. I mean, there's no telling how many icebergs the Titanic sailed past before it actually hit the one that sunk it. Right. <laughs> so, right. You never know like when someone who's that we're going close to someone who
1: really could use
0: an encouraging word or
1: just a little bit of knowledge. That's right. It makes a difference. So, yeah, I'm great. I'm grateful for those things. I know you're too. I appreciate you. Well, you know, you and I had, um, uh, the pleasure of,
0: oh, a couple months ago of staying up till like two in the morning just talking about all kinds of stuff and you really shared a lot of good stuff about what god was doing in your life and you were thankful for some things i think were quote-unquote game changers for you do you want to share some of those ideas about what god's been teaching you and the way he's blessed you in that
1: yeah i'd love to so one of the things i'd like to do is uh just share your you're always learning, right? And you're always trying to get better in Christ and, and, uh, you're reading your Bible and, uh, I preached from the Bible. So I've, I've learned to preach since being part of the church and, um, trying to learn to preach better. And it's something that being in the word for me, I didn't really have growing up my whole life. And so, um, I feel like in a lot of ways, uh, I'm trying to catch up and yeah. I know, I know there's people out there that feel like that, right. You've got, you know, your parents are doing the best they can. Um, maybe you have parents that aren't in the church, right? And uh, for all those listeners out there that, you know, um, you know, you, you, you want to move toward Christ and you want to learn in the Bible and, um, you know, you want to do better all the time. So, yeah, I, um, one of the things that, that hit me a while back was um, God has really been uh, uh, teaching me. I think how to love better, you know, first Corinthians 13, uh, says that, um, love is the greatest, right. And uh, these right. three remain faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is in love, but out of that, at the first part of that chapter, the Bible says that there are things you can do. I mean, you can give your body to be burned, but if you don't have love, you've got nothing. And mm-hmm. if you give everything you have to the poor, but you don't have love, you've got nothing. And it just goes on and on. And, um, and so, uh, yeah, uh, over the last year, maybe year and a half, I've had a large transformation, uh, COVID hit, um, you know, a lot of things, a lot of things happened. And so I had some more time to sit around and think, right. And so my story there is, uh, I did this sermon on being a good husband, Mm-hmm. And uh, I was looking at that, and I was thinking, you know, um, it it actually was a revamp of a sermon I did on being a good husband, oh, uh, about twelve years earlier or so. And I was looking oh. through it, and I was thinking, you know, I think I can do better at being a husband. And so, I started reading some books, and uh, you know, reading into my Bible more, and I just realized that, man, I think I can do a lot better. And then. Um, so I picked up, uh, picked up this book called The Love Dare, and uh-huh. uh, it was good for me. Um, I know it, 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 there's a lot of scripture that they go through in it, and I was reading it, and there are many parts of it that I look through. And as I look through the Bible, I realize, you know, um, there's, a, there's some things I need to do in my life uh, to be better. And I was really glad that God showed me that because once again, it's kind of like an awakening moment in my life. Right. Yeah. Uh, another awakening moment in my life. Right. You know, one moment you realize you're not baptized and you need to be baptized. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so let's go get in the water. Right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're going to live faithfully. And, you know, there's just these moments where uh, they're life changing moments and this was one for me. Um, I'll just never forget. It was June 26 of last year, uh, 2020. And I just, I really started diving in and, um, you know, God, uh, I just, I just believe that, that uh, through the, through the word of God, I was uh, being taught to grow in ways I had never been challenged in ways that uh, perhaps my parents could not challenge me. Sure. Yeah. Do you, do you feel
0: comfortable giving me a couple of examples or some something specific that you wanted to do different or something that you are doing different now?
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't mind. Uh, I think it's real important. Um, I think that, uh, I think Satan can tempt us away with things that we want. And um, one of the things that I found that I was doing, um, so I was looking and, you know, I just, I just realized that I didn't think about other people as much as I should, you know, love is thoughtful. Um, you know, love is kind and it's hard to be kind to other people if you're not being thoughtful of them. And, and I don't think I was like, never kind, but I just, I think I just, I could do more. Uh, it wasn't, I wasn't putting my best into that. And, um, and so, you know, love, love is really, a, uh, sacrificial choice, uh, right. that you make for other people. And, uh, particularly out of that book, it tells you to focus on your spouse, but you can do that for anybody. And so like some particular things, I realized that like how I was spending some of my time, I could do better. Um, I spend a lot of hours at work and, um, you know, you, you, you can say, I, I want to provide for my family. I want to be awesome. And you can do that. Right. right. And you can work really hard, but I can spend too many hours away from my family. Right. And yeah. think, thinking that I'm, I'm providing for them in one way where spiritually and in a loving way, um, it, it's more impactful to do it, um, uh, by going through first Corinthians 13, right. And doing other things. Right. So, uh, You know, becoming a workaholic can can be one way to do that. Or, um, I realized also, like, man, I've enjoyed video games my whole life. And, um, and you just think, you know, if you spend one, two, you know, if you spend a couple hours a day, um, yeah, I stood up, I stood up one day and this was on the heels of the, uh, uh, the husband sermon. And I stood up one day and I, I looked and I go, you know, over the last several years, man, I've spent like three thousand. Here's your number: three thousand forty-six point three hours. And I look at that's that and I go, specific. "Yeah, that's really specific. It's ingrained in my brain." And so <laughs> it is because it was a wake-up call, right? And so I was looking at it, I was going, "You know what? You know what I could do with that time. You know, it, what if I what if I spend another ten years just..." casually playing for an hour or something like that, you know, I'm going to stack those up. And then mm-hmm. one of these days I'm going to be sitting on my deathbed. I'm going to never say to myself, boy, I wish I would have spent more time at the office. You know, if I just could have uh, scored a few more points on that game or, um, mm-hmm. and so I just, I just realized that, uh, I just realized that there are parasites that can take your heart away. And, and so, uh, and, uh, so one of the things I'm really grateful for is all the years, Christopher, that I'm going to get back Yeah, because I made a change like, a, and it may not look like a big change, right? But it's a mm-hmm. big change when you stack it year after year after year, day after day after day. And so what I realized is that, uh, my son kind of started keeping track. Right. And he goes, dad, man, I've really enjoyed hanging out with you more. You know, we've ridden our bike and he, he likes, he's like keeping track and stuff. He'll tell me like, we've ridden our bike like a hundred and something more times than we would have otherwise. And this wow. is cool. Right. And so you look back and you go, wow, you know, that's, that's really awesome. Um, thank you. Thank you, God uh, for mm-hmm. convicting me. Right. And like yeah. just, gently tapping my heart through the scripture the excellence in scripture to say um, you are father and husband in your family be excellent yeah. be excellent and 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 and, and, uh, and and hold the standard high and uh, anyway I'm,
0: yeah it I know going about, about that passage really the passage that says redeeming the time right. And yes, you literally redeemed your time because you changed a small habit now, and that's going to exponentially enlarge your ability to to be a leader and a godly man in your family.
1: Uh, it's it's huge. I I feel like I've lived um, I've lived the last year, year and a half, uh, strategically. Yeah, yeah. I feel I feel like it's been way more impactful. And yeah, it's hundred percent redeem the time, right? Uh, life is like a vapor.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, yeah, I feel, I feel like, and, and once again, uh, when you make that sacrificial choice for others, right? So instead of trapping that time for yourself, right? Some type of right. self gratification for yourself or, you know, I'll just do this from, I mean, you, you turn that around and you find joy in, uh, building up other people with it, do it. Yeah. You know? And, and so, yeah, it's, uh, the clarity of mind that comes from that, um, has been, uh, really good for me in particular. I'm really, it's good.
0: So, you know, I think a lot of us probably have these ideas or these aha moments where we have this self-knowledge and we realize that, We need to do something different and there's an outcome that we want and our current habit will not allow us to attain that thing. So what has been some habits or some rituals that you've built into your life that have helped you to be more strategic in your approach to loving others?
1: That's a good question. And you're right. It's super important to do that because if you don't build in the habits, then the good habits. All right, suddenly throw this out there at you. Um, supposedly, it takes about forty days ish to to build a new habit. Uh, you can build a bad habit, or you can build a good habit. Now, this is just a practical application of it. Okay, and so yeah, so your bad habits tend to come back if you don't fill them with other good habits. Here's right. here's 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 the good habits that I've. I've chosen every single day to build in. Um I read um I do enjoy reading the Love Dare. Uh I'm on my like 13th 14th time through. Wow. Uh yeah, so you, it's a it's a 40-day cycle that you go through. And so uh I just keep reading it every day and um uh I go to those verses that are in there. And mm-hmm. so I make I make those notes. Um, another thing is um, uh, built-in uh, prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so one of the things I like to do is to prep my prayer by reading uh, uh, psalms. Oh, okay. And if you go, yeah, like David, right? Yeah, because so many so, of them
0: are prayers.
1: They are prayers, and, uh, and my, they, they prep your mind, I think. And so you look at that and you say, hey, here's, here's a man. Okay, who uh, is King, right? But also, he's sinned. He he knows his station in life. He has a heart after God, and so if you want to talk to God with a heart after God, then read read from the inspired man who did that daily. And so it so I think it's really strong. Uh, you get in there and you get this frame of mind, and you start thinking. Um, Lord, you're my strength and shield. You're, you, you know, and you, you, understand once again, am I, it puts you in that poor place again, right? A rich, right. it's a rich and a poor place at the same time. Yes. And so, yeah, that habit, you throw that in there. And then, um, uh, I feel that's very good. And so, uh, and then of course, like right after that, uh, talk, talk to God, Uh, so many, so many people these days. So many kids, and even adults, right? So many people have grown up with a father that's out of the home, yeah. A mother that's absent, right? Sometimes both. And so you look and you say, um, "You've got, gr- you have kids that grown up, that they've they've grown up, and and um, they really don't have." I mean, maybe they don't have something they can really talk to. Right. But to God, you can. He's your father in heaven. He loves you. And he wants to know what's on your mind and uh, with your heart in the right place. And you you come up and to me, to me, that's a habit. Um, uh, talk to God. He. He, he's, he's God almighty. And at the same time, we can cry out, "Abba, father anytime, yeah. anytime you can call out to him. And, uh, you know, did, did your, did your, uh, parents not listen to you? You know, they, were they too busy? They not listening. God's yeah. never too busy, right? Yeah. He never lets you down. And so anyway, so I built those things in, um, uh, I hope that helps. And then the extra work, I noticed I have tons of extra energy now. So, <laughs> so anyway, wow. I just uh, chores, you know, try to help around the house and I don't know, yeah. just try to serve others with what you, with the extra time and energy you have.
0: That's good stuff. And, you know, it seems so, so rote, like, you know, we've all heard that and, um, you know, we've all, we've all heard sermons or the admonition is, well, look, you need to, you need to read your Bible and pray more. And it really is that simple. I was thinking the other day about about forming, you know, like new habits. And it's funny how that we create our habits, and then our habits create us right back. And uh, so I, I really appreciate you sharing those ideas uh, with us, so that we can be blessed also. So obviously, a lot to be thankful for that God has taught you more about how to love sacrificially. And it fits in really well with the theme that we started off this whole podcast with was the different kinds of love. And some of the other guys have done some really good work along those lines. So if y'all missed that, this is your first time tuning in. Uh, basically, episodes zero through eight have all been about love. So go back and check those out. Yeah. So uh, what else are you thankful for, Jeremy? What else has the Lord been doing for you?
1: Well... Uh, recently, uh, the, I believe that, uh, the Lord has been providing for me and my family. Um, so through COVID and all this stuff, you know, that, um, uh, economics have really shaken up a lot. And I've, I've recently, uh, about a year and a half ago, I got a, uh, opportunity to move into a leadership position, uh, in a company. And so there are a lot of things that are on my shoulders, and, um, I like to say like most of the impossible problems end up on, uh, on the boss's desk. Right. right. Yes. <laughs> and so, uh, uh, so anyway, uh, and sometimes, you know, it's, it's really hard. Um, there are a lot of really, really difficult decisions that have to be made. Um, lives are impacted, um, and, uh, not just yours, but others. Right. Sure. So, every decision uh, can be a, is a force multiplier. And so a a huge burden of responsibility. Uh, Every mistake is amplified a hundred fold. And so, um, and through the, some of these tough economic times. um, So we're, we tailor to an oil oil and gas company. Uh, We build robotics for um, uh, typically oil and gas companies. And so uh, we're a little startup company. And, and one of the things that uh, I've been learning more and more of is, uh, we talked about our heavenly father and when you're a small startup company, uh, not only is everything amplified a hundred times, but, uh, but you can, uh, uh, you just gotta, you gotta watch, you gotta watch all your nickels and pennies and dollars and things like that. And so sometimes you can make decisions that, are devastating. Uh, it may seem small, but you know, they can right. bankrupt the company or they can make it big and blow up like Amazon. Right. So, right. so for me, what the Lord's taught me is that uh, I've really learned where my next meal comes from, mm-hmm. uh, that, uh, God provides for you and that, uh, I think he takes care of his children uh, when you're working diligently and I've, I've learned to live a lot more by faith um, in that in that regards like I don't always have like an earthly blanket of security it feels right. like
0: and uh, yeah the proverbs tell us that the the rich man's the rich man's wealth is his high city it's his conceit right but sometimes the people of god don't have that and when you don't have that security blanket or that that golden parachute Figure out who really has you. It's not you and your wealth and your ability and your talent. It's it's the Lord and His grace.
1: Amen. And uh, I feel like that too. And I also feel uh, James four. Oh, I think it's verse ten. Um, but um, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, and He will lift you up. And um, but yeah, James 4, chapter four speaks of that and says it there twice, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it's real important. It's real important. I, I think uh, sometimes we can get comfortable and I feel that when you're comfortable, that's exactly when Satan is most likely to tempt you away with something you want,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, or tempt you into be, uh, I'm okay. So I can be more passive in my Christianity. Yeah. You know, I can, I can just cruise control, uh, for a little bit and I'll be okay and that's not it. Uh Christians are zealous. And um so yeah, I think I think uh I think the I think I've learned a lot about that over the last year year and a half. Uh, yes sir. So
0: I know that you're a servant to the church. Can you give a shout out for your church congregation in North Tulsa? Tell us where you worship and where we can find out more about your congregation.
1: Absolutely. So uh, we currently attend the Tulsa Church of Christ uh, up here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, it's a very welcoming and uh, growing church. We believe, and um, we are working hard, and we're excited for the Lord. Um, we uh, believe in sound doctrine and uh, telling just about everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, have uh, you know Have you heard of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, or would you like to have a Bible study and that's it. Yeah. yeah. Love my brothers yeah. and sisters.
0: And I, I have been, I have worshiped with you at, at the congregation where you attend many times. And I can attest that that's true. I can also attest to the fact that, that the congregation where Jeremy worships um, is so kind and beneficent that they actually scored some Hobo graffiti on their, on their building. There's a chalk X, which I've confirmed means, Hey, these people will help you. So Good job that even the hobos <laughs> hold you guys in high regard. <laughs> and
1: hey, we even had it. We had a gang member drive by one time. I think he was a gang member. I mean, it's not survival But this guy drove by one time, rolled his window down. We were outside trying to uh, do some cleaning around the building. We we're standing next to that, like you said, the mark, and uh, and there was a. There, the guy goes, I don't know who wrote that but I'm going to find them. You shouldn't ride on a church. And he drove (laughs) on. He said, he said, y'all are kind people. Anyway, he drove (laughs) on. Anyway, you get all kinds, man, but what's what's the the passage
0: that when a man's
1: ways, please the Lord, he even makes his enemies be at peace with him. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Hey, by the way, it doesn't mean that doesn't mean we're a total ghetto church. Okay. That's not what I mean. It's, it's, it's very, very, very good. I'm just saying, um, we we have uh, we have lots of good folks. There's a lot of children in our neighborhood. Uh, they like to come visit us, and it's 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 uh, it's a very open church for sure. And and it's hospitality because uh, we want people to come and know the Lord. Absolutely,
0: and every, every time I've been there, it's been welcoming, and uh, there's there's been good fellowship. And yeah, I love when I get to attend the Tulsa Church of Christ. What's you website? Uh, It's
1: Tulsachurch.net. Tulsachurch.net. I'll post
0: that in the show notes.
1: Yeah, please do go check it out. And if you can't come visit us, you'll see uh, uh, we have some videos up there too. Awesome. Yeah.
0: I know the church has really been blessed by your, um, your evangelistic mindset, your, your zeal, your family, uh, I just know that you've been a huge blessing there. at told church of Christ and have been a big source of unity and progress. There's know they appreciate that.
1: We got, we have a funny saying, um, and it's from, from there. And that is, uh, I appreciate that Christopher. And I feel like we have a lot of work to do, right? So Amen. we keep saying we only have a few more hundred thousand people in town to go. <laughs> that everyone needs needs to hear the gospel yeah they really do and uh, we're if 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 we're not going to take it to him who will
0: that's that's why that we're involved in the grand work that god has made us Um, not only are we the work of god he allows us to take part in the work of god so what what an honor that is Yeah. Well, Jeremy, thank you so much for spending some time uh, with the audience today, sharing about your life and how much of a God is teaching you about how to love more and sharing some of your habits. It's been wonderful and uh, hope that you have a very blessed. Again, we hope that if you enjoy the content that you will like, share, or review, and if you have a question or something that you would like to be covered on the show, you're welcome to email us at brother.cousins at outlook.com. We will love to hear your feedback or ideas for future guests, future content, and those sorts of things. Thank you so much, and God bless you all.